0: We have risen from the ashes to school the masses. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Scholars of Wrestling Show, episode 381. I'm a man behind the microphone, Scholar Jeff, joining us this week. The first, the original, the OG undisputed scholar himself, the one and only Scholar Tarek. Scholar Tarek, how is your evening going? And did I do your intro right?
1: You, the best
0: intro you've done. Hell Hands yeah. down. I win. I I win, you win, we all win. Game over, yeah.
1: Game over, yeah, indeed. Uh, Been a long week, been a long tiring week. Now it's time to go in and just talk about this long tiring week that's happened in the world of professional wrestling. Let's get (laughs) right on to it.
0: Oh, yeah, ain't that the truth. Even in the world of, of escapism like professional wrestling, there's still no shortage of craziness and nonsense. So let's just dive right into it. In an episode that's more than likely going to be filled to the brim with a little thing we like to call uh, Backstage News.
1: Indeed. The ho- Instead of just peeking behind that curtain, we're just right now just opening that curtain, walking right in, and just
0: looking at all the different Backstage News. 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 I feel like we can never get it right without Brian there. Hey, hey, hey. I actually, this one was pretty well. The flow I, is good. I can never personally know if, you, if I'm the one to kick off the Echo or you or whatever. I'm just like, I'm not the Echo that was, boy.
1: That's, that's usually the case with this one, but I'm just like, you know what? There's no hesitant here. I'm just going right into it. <laughs> just going right in and just looking at all the backstage news that has been happening this week.
0: Oh yeah, that's the truth. Specifically two big backstage news that happened this week. Yes. So if you're watching week by week, you're, you probably know what we're talking about. We are of course referring to to the sudden departure of Sasha Banks and Naomi from Monday, this week's Monday Night Raw. Uh, According to the story that went out this week, supposedly, allegedly, Sasha Banks and Naomi had a falling out with Vince McMahon, for whatever reason they placed their de- their belts on on his desk and just walked right out and just e- even as monday night raw was going on they changed the main event on a dime and needless to say the wwe have not taken it too well and for in a number of ways that we're going to get to shortly before we get to all that uh Tarek I'd like to pitch it over to you for just a moment because reactions to this are have been ridiculously polarizing far more so than your average breaking news story on in the wrestling world so I'm just going to ask you where when did you originally hear about this and did you initially find yourself taking a side what do you make of this
1: well from when the from when the whole thing went down, it's just obviously when it comes to WWE and when it comes to their independent contractors, it's more just creative differences. And that's the case on this one here, at least as from what we've been hearing about, like the like we've been hearing details from uh, someone who says is the close friend of Naomi on the certain... Specific creative decisions that they're that they were going for. I believe Hell in the Cell up, up to Hell in the Cell, but uh, my initial re- when I first heard about this it was Monday. As pretty much everyone else, but the whole story of uh, Sasha and Naomi walking into John Laurinaitis's office, at least in the most peculiar peculiar. Statement by WWE. Something that is something very rare. That WWE does. They Something very rare that WWE does. Is just basically post a statement. Immediately afterwards. Basically to cover their own tracks. Of talking of just how unprofessional. Sasha Banks and Naomi were. With their whole process of. uh, Where they wanted these two these two characters to go and my immediate response to all the pieces that have been coming in is just like, so this is essentially Sasha and Naomi just basically pulling a CM Punk going, okay, you're setting us up for these matches. How does that, where do we, what does that affect us uh, for tomorrow for our tag team championship? And the simple answer is there is, they don't have anything plan planned forward they don't have anything planned for their women's tag team championship and that's where they hit that point it was like you know what here are the belts if we're just if we're just having them and not using them we're out that's essentially what happened uh, at least that's what the word is cuz we still haven't gotten any official word from Sasha Banks and Naomi through, uh, about this whole situation Uh, but from what I've, from what's been going on, what's been been said, I kind of am sort of choosing, picking a side, I actually am going to be siding with Sasha Banks and Naomi to a fault, or to an extent, because yes, them walking out is, is unprofessional, but you kind of have to pull the unprofessional thing to really stand your ground on your personal beliefs on what you want to do with your character. And that's, yeah, in the end, I'm just going to, yeah, I would say I I would, I'm going to, I'm, I'm proud of what they did standing up for what they want because it's their character. It's their characters. They want to, they want to do what's best for them, even if it's doing something that will get
0: them in trouble. I will agree. I am definitely siding with, Sasha Banks and Naomi with this. Uh however it's been very interesting and I'm sure I would like to get your comments on this too. The the wide array of reactions that I've gotten from people who are both backstage apparently in that locker room and just from the fan base and across social media as much as we hear someone who is supporting Sasha and Naomi in this endeavor for all the reasons you just described. I've also been seeing a very vocal contingent as well saying things like, okay, you know, you got to do what the boss says. It goes with the territory. They want to book you like this. Then, you know, what the boss says goes and yada, yada. And, And to a certain, again, to a certain extent, that does make sense. Typically, that's, those are the nature of the terms. However, what gives me pause in this moment is that even just in the past 12 months, these are not the only people who have just left and never came back. We've also lost Jeff Hardy in this way. We also lost Tony Storm in this way. if you go back further again, that's when you get into the CM punks and your Stone Colds and that caliber of, of talent. But I feel like, and correct me if i'm wrong if you're if you've got something different but i feel like the wwe has never felt like such a leaky ship as it does right now even though they're making money hand over fist it's you can't ignore that you've got people who are just walking off the job in rapid succession one after another I, i've never seen anything like this have you
1: oh other than uh Stone Cold and CM Punk. No, not really. Uh, it's more like I'm looking at it as just basically the, another good example actually of just people essentially going off script and just taking their stance on them, not being big fan of what WWE is wanting them to do creatively is uh, the Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch title exchange. Where Charlotte yes. basically took it upon herself and just dropped and just threw the belt at Becky, or was it drop the belt? One of those things, she basically yes. did not she didn't do what she w- was supposed to do. And it's actually making me respect these people a lot more because the one thing that I've always really criticized with WWE is, as you put it, yes, it's what the boss says goes. But I feel like that that frame of mind really only works for the entertainment uh, side of, of uh, the business. Um, like if you're looking at this, what I mean, like if you're looking at this like a TV show, then yes, it makes perfect sense. Go what the script says and all that. But I feel like the big difference in, in professional wrestling is that the wrestler should be just as much the creative as the writers and Vince McMahon. So if there's something that the if that the wrestler like, oh, this, I don't like where this is going for my character, or is there going anything going for the character? Ooh, ooh, excuse me. Is there anything going on for my character? What's the lo- what's the long game? And it's just like, oh, we don't have a long game. This is just what we're doing. We're we're in the now. And that's WWE's frame of mind going for the past couple of years, just live in the now We're we're not thinking of a long, long long-term goals. We're thinking about the moments that we're in right now. And I just, that's just something that's not really working unless you're some, unless you're involved in the bloodline. They don't think about the long run on that. They just think, okay, for, for the bloodline, we'll think of something in the long run to an extent, because they're just making plans and who knows what they're going to, if the plans are actually going to go through, AKA <laughs> Uh But back to what I was saying. Yeah. I feel like when it comes to basically the creative sides, it's you really got to add these wrestlers or independent contractors for in WWE's case, you're uh, that you have to add these people in to help tell these stories. And because WWE has their whole strict of, you gotta do what the script says. You have no real creative input unless you're Roman. That's that's a very toxic working environment that is hitting harder now with all these people standing up for what they believe in, for what's best for their characters, what's best for them professionally. So again, I I, I will side with them if it like to get their message heard through their unprofessionalism stand stand up be make yourself known saying you're not going to take this shit and people like stone cold and cm punk really got away with it back in the day because wwe was all that they had uh other, unless they're just going into like impact or uh ring of honor or new japan now that you have another big business like aew who is like slowly rising in the popularity standard standards of competition now you're just thinking okay now your your work ethic has to change in order to keep your people from people being happy and uh not having them want to walk out and base yeah and just basically uh continue to just show their frustrations on their social medias and just all that
0: you know, the I this is actually a very interesting conversation to me, because I think I I sort of I don't want to say I called it, but I called it at the beginning of at, of the year and at the end of last year, I predicted that this was going to be a war of two very different kinds of schools of thought regarding professional wrestling. Uh, typically, I'd absolutely agree with you. There, that's having your wrestlers get have that creative freedom having that influence on that being able to branch out creatively and come up with really engaging and dynamic characters and storylines and portrayals of their own self i think that's where you get the most enjoyable stuff however there i think there is also something to be said for You know, if you give a wrestler too much creative control, you could get something like a Hulk Hogan or an Ultimate Warrior back in the day Mm -hmm. where there's nothing to really temper that. So, oh, I agree. Mm -hmm. What I see with WWE is sort of can help mitigate that can also provide fuel and direction for some people who can really benefit from that. Because uh, let's be real, sometimes when those ideas hit, but when you've got a corporate machine as big as WWE is, with as much money as WWE ha- has, when they hit, they will hit hard. It's it, Is it common? Is it as frequent as it should be for a company that large? Unfortunately, in my estimation, no. But there is, there is still something to be said for that. And that's where I feel like the most of the conversation I've seen is has been going to. Where you've got this unbridled creativity versus unbridled creativity mixed with a possibility of just like lawlessness versus structure that can very quickly and easily become stale and rigid. It's It's been absolutely wild to see. Oh, it, it actually is. And like
1: it's actually really funny you're bringing that up because I do agree it's like yeah there like there's WWE standards of too much control over the wrestlers and then you look at something like what you brought up like Hulk Hogan or what the reason why WCW failed is because they were given the creators uh, the wrestlers too much creative there's got to be that both sides are like the extremes of the different of the uh. S- two sides of the coin. Like too much uh too much creative uh wrestler creative control, too much of the creative backstage, the writers, Vince McMahon, too much creative. So there's no there's no company that's really in the middle. I mean even AEW is actually having that similar aspect of what got WCW in trouble of giving certain wrestlers too much creative freedom. I mean apparently uh, with MJF is being unhappy backstage of all the, uh, apparently there's just more words going out of just wrestlers being frustrated in AEW in a similar aspect of what WCW had. So even in today's standards, both AEW and WWE are basically the two sides of the same coin type of ordeal. Of the creative control. they both companies just have to really, really like what would what would be best? And I feel like WWE had a bigger advantage of that during like the attitude era and maybe to an extent the ruthless aggression era, where some wrestlers had the creative control. But now with their much more strict script structure, it's harder to make for WWE to make stars that's not Ro- to make start for, for the rest of the roster. That's not Roman reigns when, cause Roman reigns is like the perfect example of having the, st- having the creative uh, work something and having him work something They're that perfect blend really. Now it's, now it's just action. Now when it comes to the story, I'm kind of done with the Roman reigns bloodline stories, but that's, that's a whole different, that's a whole different topic of
0: discussion. <laughs> One that I'm sure we're going to revisit several times in the future, just as we have in the past.
1: Especially now after what happened on this uh, tonight's episode of SmackDown. Oh, now absolutely. There's just...
0: Case in point. We'll get to that in just a moment. Oh, oh my goodness. Mm. <laughs> yep. But even before all that, since we're talking about the corporate structure and what this means for the talent itself... We also got another very interesting announcement in that vein as well. Something I never expected to see Uh, earlier on social media, Stephanie McMahon announced that she is stepping away. She's taking a leave of absence from her duties at WWE supposedly to spend time with her family and I don't know about you, but immediately I saw the rumor mill go into overdrive, and it didn't take too much long before someone just out and said, "Okay, they're selling." Like, I'm not sure if I would go that far, but like, there's, I even know we're not going to know what's going, what's happened backstage for some time. I've got to look at that story immediately, immediately following behind the the Sasha Naomi story. I just can't help but think, what in the world is going on backstage at WWE corporate headquarters right now?
1: <laughs> it's funny uh, the the discussion of WWE selling. Oh, yep, they're selling. You talking about it is actually the first I've heard of that. I actually, I'll tell you what;
0: it's I've only seen one or two people. Maybe it's just when I ran across like a stray tweet or something like that, but like. It didn't take too long before someone brought up the idea of okay, this is an indication that they're going to downsize co- the corporate team. They didn't, I think they did announce that uh, Nick Khan is going to be taking over Stephanie's duties and they're consolidating all oh, these that's... different corporate roles and they're all putting them on Nick Khan's shoulders. They're basically mixing all the roles together. And I think that's what's jumping out to a few people, saying that okay, because they're downsizing a bit and they're eliminating all these other middle management roles, that this could be another indication that they're planning on putting WWE up for sale in the future.
1: I, it's actually funny you're bringing up the Nick Khan. I think I just look at it more as more as not not necessarily them selling the company, just more just what. Well, We had just had Vince McMahon having his true successor be Nick Khan. This is the most least McMahon controlled WWE now because Stephanie taking the leave of absence. Like, I'm sure she's more than welcome to come back, like, after she spends quality of time with her family. I mean, especially now that Triple H is back working backstage full time now. Which is, I'm glad that I'm actually happy to hear that that he's uh, doing Absolutely, very well. Yeah, at least especially well enough to come back. But <clears throat> I just also look at that as maybe like once Vince McMahon actually like gets out of here, and most likely just gives Nick Khan full control because that's all I'm thinking about. I'm like this, I saw a, a meme of Nick Khan rising the lat of Mortal Kombat ladder. Yeah, Triple love H that. Stephanie and Vet. I'm like, it's hilarious how true that meme actually is because really Nick Khan is just slowly taking over WWE. All is left, really, is Vince because Vince, obviously, since most of the big creative, big, like, no pun intended, authoritarian role it, uh, is less has been taken away from triple H and is now going into Nick Khan the whole idea of triple H and Stephanie taking control of the company. Once Vince is gone, that's more dream now than actual reality. Nick, I think Nick Khan is actually reached that point. He is the true successor for WWE. And if anything, if they're going to just have triple H still work backstage, let him be
0: head creative. I saw. Speaking of memes, I did see a similar meme just a couple days ago. Except, you replace Triple uh, Shawn Michaels on the corporate ladder with Kevin Dunn, and then you get to the big oh. boss himself. Like, if if he ever does step into Kevin Dunn territory and just get rid of him, uh, that's one ousting I will. I think the entire wrestling world will actually look forward to for a change.
1: Oh. Uh- Drop, uh, Nick, uh, drop Nick, drop Nick Con, drop Kevin Dunn and Bruce Pritchard, and just have Triple H and Shawn Michaels be the head creative, and have what they did, have their NXT crew, at least the uh, the onset crew for the camera cuts and all that. Cut the day when the day comes when Kevin Dunn is out of wwe so no more quick cuts and zooming in and out during fights and just leaving me all disoriented that would be a great day it's like oh good now i can actually watch uh, a wrestling match on wwe television and not think all right let's see how many quick cuts 20 quick cuts in like less than 30 seconds i'll be more i'll be happy to see to see that when that actually happens yeah you and me both Yeesh. it's actually really funny because uh there i saw someone like the comment i made like last year on a video on a video package of wwe stuff and it's bret hart attacking owen on the set and i'm just watching it, and i just post i'm like there's something about this first this clip of bret hart atta- uh this first clip of bret hart attacking that is just Really capturing me. Oh wait, I know what it is. Not the twenty cut, the like the twenty quick cuts of Brad Hart beating up Owen at different angles and zooming in. It's nice to actually see what I'm watching. It's like, uh, it was like, ah, this makes me just keep reminding me how much I actually don't like Kevin Dunn.
0: I don't think we're gonna hear anyone who actually does for some time. But before we move I on, that's gonna,
1: I don't think there's going to be anyone ever for the rest of the, for the rest of our lives. Everyone will just think, "Remember that? Remember that period where that's just nothing but nonstop quick cuts and zooming in and out and
0: leaving everything all disoriented? Yeah, what a terrible time!" Well, speaking of what a terrible time, bringing us all back full circle to Sasha Banks and Naomi now for just one more minute. Mm-hmm. Of course, naturally, the rumor mill has been has been just going nonstop since this announcement. Even just we're again as a refresher, we're recording this on Friday night, right after SmackDown has gone off the air. And as the the latest as of today is WWE has released another statement saying, "Oh, Sasha Banks and Naomi have let millions of fans down. They've let us down. They've let you down." Uh, and we're stripping them of their tag title else they're going to there's going to be a tournament to crown new ones eventually and that, oh and they also announced that they are suspended indefinitely which I don't know about you but only tells me one thing they're not going to fire them because they're scared they're going to go to aew and they don't want that.
1: Oh well it was obviously they're not it was obviously they're not gonna fire them. It was obviously that all they're going to do is probably just what, what they actually did, suspend them indefinitely. And apparently, from what I've been hearing, there's not much time on both their contracts anyway. So yes. just let their let their contracts uh, just run its course and just not talk about re-signing. I mean, it's even funny because this isn't the first time Sasha Banks actually walked out with a creative of the tag, the women's tag team championship. I
0: remember that one too.
1: So. It's obvious that they want to have to keep them away from AEW. And it's actually funny to think about. The, uh, the whole story of Fox wanting to have Sasha Banks be one of the quote unquote crossover stars into television slash movies, but it's, clear as day that wwe doesn't really care about at least sasha for sasha banks in that point they have their crossover stars that they have in mind and obviously sasha banks isn't one of them you can tell by that by them not really promoting the fact that sasha banks was on mandalorian maybe just quick oh yeah mandal she was on mandalorian that happened
0: yeah, she's been on Mandalorian. She's made other appearances for the YouTube channel First We Feast. She was on Hot Ones. There's. And you hear you, absolutely nothing about it. You can't say that someone like Sasha Banks does not have crossover appeal. I mean, oh, the, she it, definitely
1: does, but just not in WWE's eyes because they have their own select few that have crossover appeal that they're going to basically promote the hell out of. I mean, look what happened when Roman was just a background character for uh, Hobbs and Shaw. They were all over that. Watch Hobbs and Shaw. Watch Roman Reigns. Watch it. Watch Roman Reigns on uh, Hobbs and Shaw with his his cousin, The Rock, which we want to make a WrestleMania match, even though we're trying to call Rock so many times and he's just not answering back because, you know, he has better things to do, like actually making the XFL successful.
0: And being an actual big movie is like Black Adam. So,
1: so yeah, uh, WWE uh, has their has their own selection of people that they want to have as crossover stars. And the fact that people at Fox want Sasha Banks to be one of those people and w- it's clear WWE does not. It just shows, uh, again, the selfishness of WWE. is like... Like, if it's not their people, if it's not what they want, they will make their damnedest to make you
0: <laughs> simply put to bury you. And you know what's funny? It doesn't even strike me as selfishness, it strikes me as more just short sightedness. Like, you're if you, ha- I think, if you put someone like Sasha anywhere else in the world of wrestling, people would scoop her up right away. Like, even mm-hmm. her and Naomi. I was just thinking about this. They've got, shoot, really cool names. Like you've got Sasha Banks. Her name is Mercedes Vernado. Like that is a cool ass name. And Naomi's is even better. You have a woman named Trinity Fatu and you're going to call her Naomi? Like, dude, come on. What are you thinking, man? What's LA Knight's new wrestling name? Something even dumber. Something that doesn't sound like eli drake at all i don't know i'm gonna have to go through my my statuses on on the twitter machines or something i'll I'll look it up later but again you take really talented people really engaging personalities and then you turn them into actors interchangeable roles where nothing matters that's great to if they're actors that's what they do but when you people get engaged with a certain character, the dynamics of wrestling are completely different. And what's even funnier, pardon me if this is sounding a little bit ranty at this point, when I've asked other strict WWE loyalists about this, the most I will get in terms of a response is oh, it's not all that bad. I've gotten used to it. It's really not all that bad. Stop complaining, whatever. Everyone seems to, I've heard from so far, seems to have that kind of neutral or indifferent reaction, but no one is really excited about it. No one's really intrigued by it. It's just, it, it just seems like such, feels like such a slow bleed. And I know that's only the tip of the iceberg in terms of really ridiculous creative decisions. And then we wonder why so many people are just choosing to walk off the job, regardless of the paycheck.
1: Just make be very vocal on their on their unhappiness with what they. I mean, I'm surprised with the whole uh, Tony Storm. It's like, oh yeah, how do you feel about being stripped down? Well, if oh, it keeps, yeah. gives, me a pay,
0: gives me a paycheck, sure. And you know for a fact that there's going to be more than enough people who are going to take that big ass paycheck.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: where at least with the one person I can say that makes all the sense in the world, Kevin Owens. At least in terms of personal goals and on-screen character, right from the get-go, he was portrayed as a prize fighter. He's going to beat people up to get as much money as he possibly can to take care of his family. That's just consistent. And with the role he's been given and, and he gets to main event night, one of WrestleMania against Stone Cold Steve Austin, Honestly, if I had the Kevin Owens spot, I might take that check too. But the fact and of the matter is, not everyone has those kinds of spots. And I will
1: say, Kevin Owens is that he's take he's another one of those people who just takes the takes the stuff that he's given and makes it gold. I love this whole Ezekiel is a liar storyline because it's mainly just because of him. He is making this one of the funniest things to watch. Just, just from seeing what he does and how he's reacting to it and the car- the stuff that he's pulling i i actually love it i'm at, i'm having a blast with that
0: no one he can knows say how to he's make, not trying
1: he, at this point he doesn't need to try he just he's just that comic he's just that uh good
0: of a talent hey if even he, if he's making that kind of money if he's making big wwe money and he's happy with where he is and hey muzzle great but the fact of the matter is is that like you can't you can't deny the symptoms a lot of people are just choosing to drop everything and walk away unceremoniously if it was just Sasha Banks and Naomi I would just say okay maybe some of their detractors are right maybe they're being a little bit too diva esque. maybe their their demands and expectations are unreasonable yada 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 but we this is not this is far from the first time we've seen this. I don't think we're going, it's going to be the last before the year's out. I think this has been the biggest essentially walkout since Bray Wyatt. Bray was of like, Wyatt wasn't even a walkout. He was just, he was released. I mean, I mean, of just someone who is
1: just as another example of just having someone who is this very creative person and just, not allowing him to have the creative freedom with his see. character and that's what just i mean letting,
0: and then just cutting them loose laying them go. And
1: then just cutting them loose exactly i think uh Br- i think bray Wyatt has been uh their biggest name that they had that they let go since like now it's sasha banks and naomi beforehand it was right beforehand it's bray wyatt so it's a lost opportunity. And I know how it's actually really funny. Cause uh, I heard Brian Alvarez's take on, it's like, Oh, especially because he was bringing up the spooky character discussion with Joe about Joe Gacy uh, on NXT. And he's like, Oh, the uh, Bray Wyatt people are saying Bray Wyatt is, uh, was their best chance of uh, being the next Undertaker. It's like, well, if that was the case, they then if that was the case, he wouldn't be fired. And I am like, well, that's just, because they have big creative differences. If they allowed him to have the creative freedoms, then they, he would be the next Undertaker. But it's just too, uh, the same exact story of what him. He was just uh, the same thing with uh, Keith Lee and Tony Storm. They are just difficult to work with. That's WWE's excuse. They're just d- too difficult to work with.
0: Because they're not interchangeable parts. They're not actors. They're wrestlers. What would he do? Mm-hmm. So <sighs> on that note, I do have one small I, uh, yeah. scholar's quick talk before we move on.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Cause I what I was gonna say, I, I just had a brain fart and I just
0: forgot what I'm like. I was like, Oh. Eh. Uh, well, if it's what? important, you'll get back to it in a moment. But in the meantime, I do have a scholar's quick talk for you. If you had to put your money on something now. What do you think WWE is going to do next at this point? Do you think they're going to let their supposedly short contracts run out and let them go? Or do you think there might be a a moment of clarity on WWE's end and and they think they're going to try and re-sign Sasha Banks and Naomi? What do you think they're going to do?
1: They're probably going to freeze their contracts. Hmm not just do their damnedest to keep them and not let them go to some place like AEW where they can flourish.
0: Then the, if that's the case, then the question would become the legality of it. Like how much could they legally do without kicking the, like the, 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 I don't know it's why i Why uh, the uh, that's essentially why independent contractor. Back. Yeah. Like, but then again, turns into, okay, could they and would they actually fight the case, Sasha Banks and Naomi? Because I've got to imagine they've got a, lot, a little bit more clout than Ali does. I would imagine.
1: I mean, they're going to try their damnedest to not let them go. I mean, uh, if anything, I could just see them being like, all right, we're just going to freeze your contracts and just wait for you to at least be ready to come back to TV and just let your contract play out. Basically it's just like it's just the question on uh, they're playing chicken. who will give in first? Mm. And when it comes to just the league out, I guess just it's essentially the same thing with what they did with uh, Ali. there's like okay, you just want to be uh, you want to be released from your contract? No. We're gonna just freeze your contract until uh, you're ready to come back. And Ali's like, well, might as well just let this play, let this thing play out and just not re-sign. Huh. when my contracts up whenever that is. I, f- I feel like they're gonna try and do a similar situation because they're gonna damn do their damnedest to not let Sasha and Naomi go. I, if anything, I could actually see of the. T- of uh, uh, like the whole re-signing question. I see Naomi re-signing just because she's married to Jimmy. I just don't see her uh, going anywhere else. If she actually wants to stay in the wrestling business, I mean, she can probably do something else outside of wrestling. I think she has the capabilities of doing something outside of wrestling, maybe even like like a small acting career, modeling, whatever she wants mm-hmm. to do. But when it, if it comes to wrestling wise, Sasha will be gone. Uh, I feel like Naomi would stay for her husband. If she actually wanted to stay if she wanted to stay in the wrestling business.
0: That certainly seems plausible. I can't argue against it. But speaking of her husband, there was one other news article that we were addre- that we were sort of alluding to earlier in the show that they finally did it. The Usos on SmackDown, actually, surprisingly, we got that the big RK-Bro match, and the tag team titles are unified in WWE. Unified Once again. So, and I don't know if this is real or not, but I even saw a render going around, or maybe it's a real belt, I don't know, of a new unified set of tag team titles as sort of a red and blue strap. So actually, I'll see if I can Twitter. Twitter, I saw it somewhere on Twitter. I'm not sure where. Could just be a mock-up for all I know. I'll look it it up again and I'll send to you. But it does beg the question, in your opinion, do you think this is actually going to go somewhere? Will the tag team titles remain unified? Going into whatever's happening next for WWE, or is it just another bloodline storyline, and then everything is going to get divided up once again?
1: Divided up once again, because they still they as much as like the brand split is now kind of worthless. It's real. It not even kind of. It actually is worthless now to have a brand split, especially with so with so many of the wrestlers have been released. The roster is so low that a brand split is kind of is just pointless now, but it's more on the side, the side of the networks that want to keep the brand split going. So having these unified champions, it's not by unified. I mean, just double champions. They're not going to unify these belts if they were going to unify these belts, they would have done it already. Especially in like Roman's case of having one world champion. Uh, Yeah. They're They're going to keep the belt separate. They're just, it's more, it's just a title now. Like, like the unified tag team champions. It's just a name. Hmm. They're not going to, they're not going to merge these. It's probably just a, What you sent, what you said, these pictures of the belts together—it's probably just a fan edit of doing it. I don't think they're actually going to do anything with that. It's just an excuse to have the bloodline to have the bloodline show up on both shows because that's their own—that's their draw, that's their only draw that they're at least trying to push. I mean, shit. Uh, uh, What is it like?
0: What is that? Like, there is no tag team division. There is no. Not much of one anyway. They, they've got Alpha Academy. They've got RK Bro. They've got The New Day, of course. And even uh, RK Bro. Uh...
1: Apparently, uh, Riddle and Orton are, uh, are Roman Reigns' next challengers for the world titles. Okay. Apparently, apparently it's Riddle, Orton, and McIntyre as Roman's next
0: challengers it's not makes cody me a, strangely enough I don't why know. at this point
1: <laughs> at this point i've like i said i've given up on the bloodline i like the i like i like their idea at first and being a well- booked team but this is now just at the point where it's they're booked too strong to the point where it's like it's not just it's the it's the Roman Reigns show with his cousins. Everyone else is just background characters. It's the same thing that all like everyone in the wrestling community has been saying. It's now at that point where the wrestlers are the background characters. Roman Reigns is the star, and now he has a contract that's having him limit his appearances. So, yeah, he is Brock Lesnar now. He'll probably like. Instead, like, he'll be off TV and he'll just take the titles with him. It's just now just go, okay, then what's the point of watching everyone else? when it's just <laughs> it's the same thing we've been asking. What's the point of being invested in these characters when all they're doing is just being built up just to be fed to Roman?
0: And I think that's where I was just hoping that maybe with all these changes, maybe something has got to give maybe this is going to be the thing that shake things up in WWE corporate for a while and this will will change it all and it's not. just put the put everyone on track for the better the, but my hope is wearing thin it really is
1: my I, I lost hope a long time ago I, like it's when it comes to WWE now it's a job WWE is a, is, a, is a job now. And I don't even I don't even watch it. Like I still keep in touch on what's going on, and I watched all these reviews of it. But when it comes to actually sitting down and watching these shows, no, thank you. I have better I have better things to look to actually waste my time with. I like I have something better to invest my minutes on. And on that
0: happy happy note, it's not a very no. happy week. So. When you really think about it, it's not really that like the
1: sarcasm is
0: pretty heavy. I wish you still had that sarcasm sign around here somewhere because, oh boy, is there is there ever (laughs) a time for it? But long story short, those are our extended thoughts on this week in wrestling and all the big news that applies. Now let's pitch it over to you, our fellow fans. What do you make of this whole Sasha Banks and Naomi situation? Are they going to leave? Are are they going to stay with WWE? Who's right? Who's wrong? What's going to, what does this mean for the future of the wrestling industry? Whatever you think, leave us a note all across the internet, wherever you're listening to us. If you're watching us on YouTube, leave us a comment. If you're listening to our podcast version, follow our social medias, wherever there's a description Look for our link tree. You've got all of our socials. I have all of the ways you can contact us. And hey, if you like the show, buy a little bit of merch, support, send a few bucks our way and support the show. It's, it's always appreciated. But in the meantime, if you want to keep the conversation going, fool, where can they reach you?
1: You can reach me finding
0: out that the LA Knights new name is Max Dupree. That's at it. Oh geez. the avataric. And you can catch me completely forgetting about it, or at least wanting to. At I'm Robbie Rage, join the conversation. Join up now because next week we've got a good one. We've got AEW Double or Nothing right on the horizon. So I'll be back so, here next week.
1: Yes. So with this Max Dupree, since like the the maximum male models, apparently that's been building for a while, like off camera with uh
0: uh. Wow, what's his name? Uh, Mace and Mace and someone else. I'm not, I what can't the, remember. Ter- again. It's, At least uh, they called uh, it, they kept his name LA Knights. Like this Max it, what, Dupree. Um, no. It's it's what's his name? The Indian wrestler. Uh but I do not know. He was which, teaming with he was, he, teaming, he was teaming. He was teaming with Ali for a bit. Mansoor. Man, oh, oh no! They got Mansoor. Oh no! Yep, he's now a part. He's a part of that. Like he's in it.
1: Uh, Mace is in it as a uh, part of this male models thing. All I can say, at hey, least, like, uh, as y- long as y- y- I guess, the, like to go against what we were just talking about with Sasha Banks and Naomi. It's like give at least it's giving them something to do. It's actually giving it, like it's again bad creative. But don't, like, give them something to do and as long as it actually, you know, puts them on the right path of actually becoming stars instead of just being fodder to someone else, which is the reason why Naomi and Sasha Banks walked out.
0: (laughs) All right, Uh, back to closing. (laughs) And you know what? On that note, I'm walking out, too, because I've had enough of this nonsense, too. I'm ready for something way, way better. Call me a fanboy. I don't care because I'm getting myself ready for AEW Double or Nothing next week. But you probably already knew that because you know who we are. We are the Scholars of Wrestling and you have just been schooled. You're welcome. You're welcome. See you next week for Double or Nothing.